It was the fall when everything was going up in flames, waking up one morning to see the ochre leaves covered in a sooty film, like someone left all the trees in an attic and they'd sat there, preserved in immolation, gathering warm dust. Do you remember this at all? That weekend afternoon eating breakfast food? I don't remember what I had, but you made eggs sunny side up. I remember the yolks. There was a soft sudden thud in the grass in the backyard, like the solid paw a sail makes when it finally catches the wind, and then... God, I... what... I... God... We sat there breathing shallowly, and you scrunched up your face like you did when you concentrated. Is that a palindrome, you said, and I couldn't help myself. We both started laughing, and it was good to hear you laugh again. You have to remember seeing him for the first time. The graceless mass, the beard, and the bushy brow covering the fierce eyes. Look, you said, leaning into my ear. Michelangelo has fallen into our yard. He is stumbling around the lawn, trying to unleash himself from the straps that held him to a giant kite, kicking and muttering at the wooden frame. You took my hand, and I followed you onto the grass. He saw us and stopped his struggle. His eyes softened and he pulled an errant leaf from his thick curls. Then he thrust his finger into his mouth and flung it into the air, as much to gauge direction as to challenge the winds that left him grounded. You covered your mouth with the back of your hand and looked down to avoid his eyes. Is there anything we can help you with? Where are you going, we wanted to ask. Where are you going? But we didn't. He looked at you grandfatherly and smiled. You can take me up to your roof. He bumped along on those legs upstairs and around corners. Up close he smelled fiercely of dandelions. I remember him jumping to get the rope hanging from the ceiling of the attic, piles of old college books on either side of us, intimating ceremony. When he finally caught the cord, the air that blew in from the outside smelled crisp and momentous. You stretched your arms out on the roof, grabbing at me, and we stumbled, gasped, and giggled. He ignored us, surrounded by the bright, fierce branches, stopping occasionally to study things neither of us could ever see. Finally, he smiled, satisfied. Please help me into this tree. It was the giant beech, the one that you were convinced was an elm, and I think now maybe it was. He lifted himself up onto the large branch and shoveled his way towards the trunk. Suspended between house and tree, he stopped. The leaves rustled around him, shaking off particles of ash that had collected that day. We watched for a little while, your hands tucked in the pockets of my jacket, and then turned to go back in. The sun was setting as I closed the trap door, and all I saw was a dark silhouette clinging to that branch, ready to slip back into the air. We went to bed quietly and in awe as if lying in a cathedral vaulting infinitely up, and I remember so clearly the smile on your face. And then you woke and we were both gone. I've never figured out if I climbed up in only my underwear in the middle of the night and shivering clung to him as we waited to be flung into the sky, or if I quietly took the keys from your bag and drove off. It doesn't matter. All I remember is the air stinging my eyes and so many shapes flying by in the darkness. That was many years ago, the fall when everything was going up in flames. The leaves like usual, but also entire cities. Even after the fires died out, the ashes blew in spirals around the house, spinning but not going anywhere, whirling palindromes, versing and reversing, still reading the same. I remember.